The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. No! Can't remember my roommate's name. But we couldn't get into the, our, our room. And two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, here you go, let us give you a hand with that. How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Andy at Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ. It's the RP Show, a very special edition of the program today. Episode number 1111. 1111. Ah! Welcome inside on Game Plus Television, WQEE, podcast and YouTube Live. As you see, I'm in the beautiful South Florida studio. Darren is in the beautiful Toronto studio, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll for sports talk for the next two hours, plus whatever else comes up. Hey, Moose, what's happening, man? What do you got going on? What's on your mind? You know, just uh, another great morning, right? Uh, it's been awesome being uh, uh, able to follow. Watched a little tennis this morning, so uh, happy to be on the air. Oh, yeah. Interesting you say that. Man, my mind derailed. I see Medvedev was booed at center court today. What's the story behind that? Are you on top of this story? I just saw it on the, uh, the sports wires we were going to air. Yeah, as I was kind of watching the coverage this morning in the Paris Masters, I, I saw that, but I didn't get the whole story, so got to do a little explaining. Okay, well, coming up on the program today, Dan O'Toole will join us from the Boomsies podcast, a man who needs no introduction to our viewers and audience. And also, uh, Joe Madden was to join us from Sports Grid, but I woke up this morning, had a message from her. She is ill and wants to reschedule to next Wednesday. So our good man, Jim Lang, Canada's foremost NFL insider, will be pinch hitting an hour or two. So it's Dan O'Toole and Jim Lang. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Uh, I always enjoy this opening with baseball. It morphs into other discussion of not just baseball. But uh, point one, Marcus Semien's two-run triple and three-run homer powered Texas to a 10-run lead by the third inning last night in the World Series. Corey Seager hit another long home run, and the Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 11-7 Tuesday night to take a commanding 3-1 lead in the World Series. The Rangers improved to 10-0 on the road in these MLB playoffs and can win their first title in franchise history. 63-year franchise history with a win tonight. So the World Series could end tonight. Is that enough to get people watching, Moose? Because quite frankly, we didn't even watch the World Series last night. Two things have come to mind. Number one, poor Arizona, poor Phoenix. They're good enough just to lose, whether it be the Suns, whether it be the Cardinals in their couple of Super Bowl appearances, at least one for sure when Kurt Warner took him there. And now the Diamondbacks. Now they did win in 2001, but doesn't look like they're going to win here. Poor Phoenix, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. That's number one. And number two, 
Serena's the uh, baseball gal of all baseball gals, but last night we watched the movie Halloween. She loves her scary movies on Halloween. She loves her Christmas movies at Christmas. And it was Halloween last night, which, quite frankly, I fell asleep at uh, watching here in the house. But, uh, yeah, I didn't watch the World Series, but clearly I'm following it. How about you? I'll be honest. I did the same thing you guys did. Uh, we put on a scary movie because it was Halloween, you know, and uh, did that. We didn't watch the World Series. And I think that's a reflection of, of a lot of North America because the ratings, as we keep seeing, shoved in our face, lowest ever potentially. Um, but I think a deciding game like tonight probably has enough uh, to get me to watch. Well, quite interesting. I mean, I, I guess there's a difference. Be well, I, we've discussed this on this show before. There's a big difference between following a sporting event and watching a sporting event. I'm following it. I want to see if Texas yeah. wins or not, but I don't care enough to watch it <laughs> every game. And, uh, yeah, and I, here's the thing. I'd seen Halloween before. She can watch the same show over and over and over. And for me, unless it's Slapshot or Three's Company, I just can't. Once is enough, bro. Point two, Elias Patterson scored three times. Quinn Hughes chipped in with three assists. And the Vancouver Canucks won their sixth game in nine starts with a 5-2 NHL decision against the visiting Nashville Predators on Tuesday night. Sam Lafferty and JT Miller also scored for Vancouver. Dante Fabro and Colton Sisson scored for the Predators. And the only other game last night, Cam Talbot made 30 saves. And Philip Deneau, what do you know? Philip Deneau scored the winner as the visiting L.A. Kings thumped the listless Toronto Maple Leafs 4-1 in NHL play. Johnny Tavares replied for Toronto, who was coming off a season-long five-game road trip. So let's settle in on those two games as we look at the NHL leftovers. I watched part of that game, frankly. It was on the NHL Network. Thank you, NHL Network, for airing it. And I thought the Leafs looked horrendous. To the, and I don't know how much of the game you watched. I'm sure you watched some of it. If you could, you're not afraid to pirate a good stream, Moose. There were plays in the Toronto defensive zone where I'm like, are they killing a penalty? Because the Kings are just owning them. And I'm like, one, two, three, four. No, they're not. <laughs> they're just running around like it's a fire drill. Uh, the Leafs weren't good. And quite frankly, I saw Cam Talbot in goal for L.A. And I'm like, oh, that's where he is. So, yeah, uh, it was a Leafs loss 4-1. So, I'm um, predictably, what, uh, they started rioting in Toronto today? Tell me. Uh, kind of. Uh, you know, I heard that there were boos inside the arena last night uh, to the Leafs' performance. And it just wasn't a good effort. Uh, from start to finish, didn't get a good start, and then got behind, never really recovered. And when you come off a big road trip like that, you come back home, you're supposed to have some energy. They didn't, and so they'll need to flush this one pretty quick. We do have our NHL top five coming up later on, top five and bottom five. I'm going to push it into hour two. We're not going to get into it here. But I'm interested, uh, if you've noticed, everybody, it's November the 1st. And they say that's the U.S. Thanksgiving is the cutoff. U.S. Thanksgiving is the cutoff the third week of November. So we still have teams masquerading right now. I don't know if the Vancouver Canucks are masquerading six wins in nine games, but they sure look. I, I like their costume, the Vancouver Canucks. I, I, don't, I don't know if they're masquerading, or but it's a great costume you got going on there, Vancouver. Um, and for their sake, I'm impressed. I watched them live when they came here through Sunrise, 
And as I said, I've as a learned hockey watcher and hockey man, I can tell you this. The Vancouver Canucks don't give up. When things start to go not their way, they just keep plowing through until they do. Reiterations, prior incarnations of the Vancouver Canucks, they would just quit at the sign of adversity in a game. And they're not, and let's see how long it continues. We'll get to tonight's games in the NHL in a second, but we're moving on. It goes fast here in the Quick 6 show topics and the warm-up on the RP show on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio. Number three, Minnesota. This is breaking news today. Minnesota Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins had surgery today already to repair his torn right Achilles tendon. Kirk was placed on injured reserve yesterday when the Vikings acquired quarterback Joshua Dobbs in a trade with Arizona. Rookie Jaron Hall will start Sunday at Atlanta in place of Cousins, whose first career injury came in the fourth quarter at Green Bay last week. His foot stuck in the grass after he planted it to move up in the pocket in an attempt to avoid a sack. So that's, well, and Cousins currently tied for the NFL lead in touchdown passes, second in passing yards, in third in passer rating. Yet Vikings fans all hate him. I don't know why. And you know Jesse Pierce. We love us some Jesse Pierce. She was on here. I said, are you a Cousins fan? She's like, no. Well, here's the stats, and now you all are going to uh, experience life without Kirk Cousins. So he had his surgery today. And the other NFL note Come overnight since we've been on the air, the Las Vegas Raiders have fired head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager David Ziegler. The owner, Mark Davis, announced the move Tuesday night, Halloween night, that the team needs to move forward without those two. It's actually three because uh, Jimmy G's getting benched this week. That news came out this morning. So, hey, hey, Moose, the NFL's not afraid to make news. They're not, and it's actually four. Uh, this morning, um, when that Jimmy G news came out, um, and I think it was just in the last hour or so that I saw it, um, their offensive coordinator got fired too, which I think maybe prompted the Jimmy G move. So he's going to sit down. I think it's Aiden O'Connell. Is that the backup quarterback in Vegas? So, yeah, things are going to change in a hurry. We'll see if this makes Devontae Adams any happier. Well, you were saying yesterday, you made a really good point. He went to Vegas because. His college quarterback was there, Derek Carr. And was there another some sort of guarantee or he had a friend there? And now he's upset, Devontae. Was there, was there two or just the one that Derek Carr was there? And that's why Devontae Adams wanted to go to Vegas. I think it was mostly Derek Carr and a little bit of the combo of Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels, you know, thinking you're going to bring that offensive mind, McDaniels. But it just hasn't worked out in Vegas. And Carr's not there anymore. So things are just crumbling for Devontae. Uh, yeah, well, say welcome to life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times, Darren, you've heard me say, just as we talk, not on this show, but in our conversations, wouldn't it be nice if things went according to plan? Wouldn't it be nice? Sprinkling in some comments as we go, I don't need to tell you anymore that the EMJ Marketing text line is always open. 902-518-3033 to reach us here in studio. 902-518-3033. Rhonda has done just that. She's in swift current, and she writes it and says, glad to see Marcus get out of that slump. Big fan of his, like Yogi Berra said, it ain't over till it's over. Don't count the D-backs out. And she put in brackets, 
Yankee legend, Yogi Berra. Look, Rhonda, I know you just got to know me, but I know who Yogi Berra is. You got to understand, just because I don't watch the games doesn't mean I don't follow the games. So anyways, she's cheering for her Diamondbacks. Way to go. Just to show you that we are truly a national program, Matt Russell's watching in Fredericton. And when I opened the phone, this text had come in near the end of yesterday's show regarding what the Vikings gave up for Josh Dobbs, a 2024 sixth-round pick. Uh, by the way, uh, before I move on, yeah, we, can, we can cover a variety of topics here. People have had Canadian University questions for you, Darren. But I got to be careful because you never know who's watching. But you know Sunday I was in the Dolphins team hotel. They're already in Germany, right? Getting ready to play the Dolphins. Yeah. They're there. I don't know if you saw the live reports this morning from Joel Darlington, Jeff Darlington from the practice of the Dolphins. And uh, the Dolphins, some were complaining about their flight home. That because of an airport restriction, the Chiefs got to go first because I think they're the home team. But then there was like an hour and a half delay before their flight could go. So now they had to bus. Maybe that's what it was, an hour and a half, because they missed the window of the time to fly out to charter back to the USA. I'm like, oh, my God. You poor boys. Let's talk about minus 47 coming out of Prince George, sleeping on the floor of the bus. But the same travel time. But they got their sleeper beds and steak and filet mignon. Like, oh, my God. How quickly they forget. <laughs> so there's your NFL news. Uh, and that's what, what, what? what you no, got? I know, I know, I know. Like, uh, like la-di-da, you got to, you know, wait an extra hour and a half. Meanwhile, we got, we got uh, people that are watching our show sitting on a tarmac waiting to leave their Air Canada flight. Three hours on the tarmac for delays. But, you know. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I don't know. Um, what do they say? If God brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. Um, I don't know why I've had these experiences in my life, but I cannot ever go back to the old life of working in sports. And you know, you don't, I don't think, hear me complain a whole lot. And here, here's a reason why. Because of my work, extensive work with the military in mental health and addiction recovery with the soldiers, when I spent, you know, sitting around the officer's mess with them and hear them tell stories where they literally have each other's life in each other's hands, that if one guy makes a mistake or doesn't do his job, somebody dies. I can't unsee that. That's one thing. And guess what? They don't necessarily even all like each other. It's not like they love each other and they would give their life for each other. It's their job. So whether it's details or just doing what you're asked to do, and then you go back into sports and you see somebody just stick a knife in somebody and kill them just for fun. I can't, can't, can't do it. And the reason I bring that up is with, with the complaining. Oh, my God, can you believe we got a bus an hour and a half before we get in our charter? Oh. Go help somebody and see what real problems are. Theron Fleury said it. If you think you're having a crappy day, go help somebody. And you'll realize your problems aren't that big. But most people are just so in the cloud of, oh, my God, my life sucks. And this, oh, it's brutal. Can't, can't, can't. Point four, and we'll spend far more time on this next segment because we only got a couple minutes here. Um, but it's CFL semifinal Saturday. 
And our poll question today is, what is Canada's game of the week? We do it every week of the CFL season, every Wednesday. It's brought to you by the Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. We've got two games, and Darren, it is the topic of my commentary today. I'll just I'll just prep it up, and then you'll have the break to think about it when we come back to talk about it a little more. Hamilton at Montreal on Saturday and uh, in the Eastern semifinal and then later on Saturday the Calgary Stampeders at the BC Lions. So in this world where we have to fight for the attention of the viewer and the audience and the consumers, the CFL got my attention this morning. I woke up and bing in my inbox email primer number 1 CFL semifinal weekend. I'm like, "Oh, this looks interesting." Click. Oh, I got the warm and fuzzy feels that I get when I watch CFL football or the great sport of hockey. That's what I'm hoping this show will bring to people. It'll make you feel good when you turn us on every day yes. to listen or watch. That's what I want. I think we're getting there. Um, it's Cody Fajardo against Bo Levi. Boo, hiss, boo, hiss. Bo Levi versus Cody Fajardo in the Eastern semifinal. Guess who I'm cheering for, Bob? Or will be <laughs> watching more intently than the other. Uh, it's about 50-50 right now what the results are. What's Canada's Game of the Week? Whom you're most interested in? We have to break. We'll come back and get Darren's take on this, plus a lot of other stuff. On the way, Dan O'Toole and Jim Lang. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. RP show continues on a Wednesday. We got some great comments from the Rod Squad, and I appreciate those from everybody. Just before we jump back to where we were le uh, left off on the CFL playoffs, point five of the quick six show topics. K 
Carrie Anerson of Gimli, Manitoba, will be looking to improve her 3-2 record when she plays the 4-1 South Korea team today at the Pan-Continental Curling Championships in Kelowna, B.C. In men's play, Brad Gushu will look to improve on his 3-1 record with games against winless Taiwan and winless Australia. Yes, I am in the South Florida studio. Moose is in the Toronto studio. Let's bring him in now. My sixth point of the quick six is the NHL top five and bottom five. And I'll just tease that for next hour, Darren, because last week I took the easy way out and basically just took the top five overall standings and the bottom five overall standings. But I did not do that because there's a mirage in there with some of these teams. The Vancouver Canucks are in the top five NHL teams. I don't think they're one of the top five NHL teams. You know what I'm saying? And I also don't yeah. think that the Calgary Flames are the second worst team in the NHL, even though they're playing like, like it. And incidentally, the Flames are home tonight to the Dallas Stars. We're going to get to all of that as we move along. And we've got some great comments from the viewers. Um, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Wow, 1111th episode. Congrats, RP Show, on that. Carlos in Indianapolis says football has long dethroned baseball as America's pastime. And David in Winnipeg says congrats on 1111 episodes. Been a treat to watch each and every day. And I know you have David in Winnipeg and I appreciate you for that. And everybody that's either been with us since day one or along the way or just found us. Okay. To those uh, CFL, you know, it would be a wonderful poll question. Maybe tomorrow or maybe just an informal poll today. Good move or bad move, moving the CFL semifinals from the Sunday to the Saturday. I think it's a great move. How about you? I like it. I think it's great. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to have them, you know, during the day and have them staggered like that and saves you from Sunday, you know, and I know that the CFL hasn't been overly worried about going head-to-head -head with the National Football League, but I think it's important to do that. And I think, uh, especially in this country, Saturday, um, and going head-to-head -head against, say, U.S. college football, a little bit better gamble, and, and it makes for a, a special day of football. You know, it's funny you say that. It's not as much of a gamble as it used to be because, you know, we're a show broadcasting on television out of Toronto and on the radio in Atlanta. but. We now have the data. The networks now have the analytics. If you're a Canadian broadcast corp, oh, we now have the actual data, not the ratings the way they used to be. And listen, I've been in this business decades. The diaries and what people write down, that's all skewed. A lot of people lie. They've been bought. I've known TV and radio stations that have bought ballots, even though it's illegal, it happens. Now you have the literal digital data to show that if you're the CFL, you are, stand a far better chance going up against college football in Canada than the National Football League or say the World Series even. You know what I mean? Because it shows. Yeah. When we do polls, less than 10% of people are following college football in Canada, even though the, those that like it love it a lot. But back to those Canadian Football League semifinals on Saturday because we are a Canadian show. And there are a lot of Canadians living here in the United States that love our show because of what we talk about. So I told you I'm going to be cheering for Montreal over Hamilton and that dastardly Bo Levi Mitchell. It's a, a hero versus villain thing as far as, far as I'm concerned. Um, two quarterbacks that were spurned, scorned by their old teams trying to vindicate themselves 
and only one will this Saturday. And Montreal, I don't have the odds. I'm sure they've been posted at Bed Regal, but I haven't looked them up yet. We'll do that Thursday or Friday. And then uh, out in BC. Look, what's interesting here, it's the same four teams as last year at this time. And there's that school of thought. People say, oh, the CFL's, Wally Buono said it, that it's gotten stale. And in some ways, yes. But here, of the four teams playing this weekend, three have new quarterbacks starting. For Montreal, last year it was Trevor Harris. This year it's Cody Fajardo. Last year for Hamilton, it was Caleb Evans. This year it's Bo Levi. That's the East semifinal. And then Saturday, Calgary Stampeders at BC Lions. Jake Mayer is the only guy that started last year's game, the Calgary Stampeders quarterback. Vernon Adams starts for the BC Lions. Last year it was Nathan Rourke. And just so you know, BC and Montreal speedboated, motorboated, on their way to the division finals last year. So do you, you know, what's your, I'm going to say, no, I'll wait till tomorrow to make my predictions. <laughs> what are you looking forward to in these games? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And so the poll question today, I'm going to go with Montreal Hamilton as my interest. Um, I, I think BC is, Did you hear that? Yes, I think, I think BC's probably, I, I would say, going to roll. But I don't know. We'll save it for the prediction tomorrow. But in that game, like, look at Montreal. I'm, I'm, I'm really a big fan of Jason Moss and, and Cody Fajardo as a team that I thought they never got along last year. I didn't think they got along. I didn't think they liked each other. And sure enough, they're together. They're winning and everything's going great. And how about this? I haven't seen, not saying it hasn't happened. But I haven't seen a headset toss. I haven't seen a Gatorade toss uh, smashing. I haven't seen an emotional outburst. None of that from Jason Moss. So he's changed. Something's changed. He's in an environment that's good for him. And look at this. They're having success. Meanwhile, Hamilton seems to be getting something together. And maybe they can wipe the slate clean and make a run towards a home Grey Cup. So I'm really excited to see that and Bo Levi's chance at the playoffs. So there's a lot of intrigue in that game for me. I am checking uh, some of the comments here from BW in Edmonton. He says, congratulations, 1111 shows, even better stories. Working on the night shift this week. Good night, RP squad. Oh, he's going to bed. Okay. Monty. (laughs) In Saskatoon says, go, Hamilton, go, all the way to the Grey Cup in November 19th, on November 19th. Um, Let me back this up for a second. You thought Jason Moss and Cody Fajardo, while they were in Saskatchewan together, didn't get along. Why did you think that? I'm curious. Yeah, and I've said this before on the air, but... I, I, you know, looking at body language and looking at what's going on in the field, I, you know, I've seen Cody miss some receivers or throw one way and the receiver went the other and they cut to Jason Moss and he'd be rolling his eyes and he'd be doing something under his breath. And I just oh. thought, you know, and he's doing this, like, don't you understand? And, and in my mind, I'm, I'm, I'm reading into it, you know, don't you understand what I'm trying to do? And it just seemed like there was a disconnect or a frustration and just reading body language. So when Jason Moss got hired as the coach okay. of Montreal, I thought it was fine, but as soon as they signed Cody Fajardo, I'm like, they didn't sign Cody Fajardo unless Jason Moss signed off on it. So maybe there's more to this. Maybe they actually get along, and, and Jason thinks that Cody can be his quarterback, and sure enough, look what they've done in Montreal. 
had some success. They're going to have a home playoff. Well, game, I'm so. glad. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I asked. And I appreciate the answer because I thought maybe it was because that was the narrative. That was the rumor because you were living in Saskatchewan at the time. But you're saying you went off by your own eyeball test. So thanks for saying that. I saw uh, a news story come out of Montreal on Tuesday that the general manager of the Alouettes, Danny Machocha, said hiring Jason Moss as his head coach was the best move he personally has made in 20 years in personnel and management wow. in the CFL. So that says a lot. But to dig into this just a little further. You mentioned you haven't seen Jason Moss slam a headset or take a baseball bat to a Gatorade cooler. Hmm. As Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I think Jason Moss has matured as a head coach. I got a lot of thoughts popping into my head as you say this, because if you are willing to just write somebody off because of what you saw, whether it's your future employer, future dating partner, or a friend, you're selling yourself short, not to mention selling that other person short. And I'm just sitting back and observing because Paul LaPolice is a guy that's looking for his next head coaching opportunity in the CFL. And the narrative is, well, he didn't have success twice as a head coach before, so clearly he's not a head coach. Josh McDaniel fired last night in uh, Las Vegas. He was fired in 2010 in Denver. Or was it 2012? Either way, it was a long time ago. Oh, clearly he's not a head coach. You know, I don't know if those guys will coach again. But Montreal was willing to give Moz the opportunity. And look, he, he's not going to win Coach of the Year. Uh, Ryan did what he will in Toronto. But the other day when I was sitting in the suite at the Dolphins game beside Gil Scott, Gil loves this show because of the CFL content. Gil is, if there's an agent Hall of Fame, Gil's in it. Gil is on the Mount Rushmore of uh, Canadian sports agents. And he brought up Don Matthews. And he goes, listen, I know Wally has the most wins in CFL history, but go look up winning percentage. Because I'm willing to bet Don Matthews has a higher winning percentage. He coached last years. Wally surpassed him because he had more games coached. And, that, and we agreed that Wally is deserving of it. But he just said, Don Matthews, this is a guy, Darren, that would give second, third, fourth chances to people. A la a Chris Jones. He's not willing to write people off because of what happened before. And look what Don Matthews did. I think Wally is a lot of that way, too. As a matter of fact, I know he is. Because he had one, he's won championships with people that others might say had a question, have had, had a questionable history. See what I'm saying? Not, not that Jason Muzz did anything wrong um, legally or away from the field, so he bashed in a Gatorade cooler. Really, who cares? Oh, you can't be doing that. Well, Danny Machocha was willing to give it a Another look. How do you feel about all that? You gave me a chance. I'm sure a lot of people said not to. You know, when we launched this show, and it seems to have worked out just fine. It, sometimes it's all about the environment you're put in, right? Sometimes you just need the right circumstances, or there's one thing that doesn't fit, and all of a sudden you get into a new environment, and boom, you flourish. It doesn't mean that you all of a sudden learned how to do the thing, whether it's coach, broadcast, play hockey, football, throw the ball, whatever it may be. You always had that, but sometimes you just need to be in the right environment with the right people and the right structure and the right circumstance that works for you. So keep working, keep moving around till you find that. And when you do, look at Jason Moss having success in Montreal. We're having success here. Other hockey players having success in different markets and other ones not having success in certain markets. So it's not always just about the individual. Sometimes it's about the whole situation. 
Sure. Life is about timing. Um, thank you, Randolph in Toronto. He says, congratulations on your 1111th show, Rod and Darren. Well, don't forget Clark, Jordan, and the entire IKS team. But thank you for the kind words. Moose, I'll see you in hour two. We'll dig into this a little more. And, uh, well, we have got about a, a minute. Hang on. Did you give a full assessment of the Leafs? You seem to skim over that 4-1 loss to the Kings last night. <laughs> well, I just said it was bad, right? And they need to flush that pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, you, you just can't come out, especially a team like Toronto or what they're supposed to be or want to be. If you want to be a Stanley Cup contender, if you want to be one of those teams and, and put yourself in the conversation of Vegas and Colorado, you need to come out and be that team every game. You can't let the other the opposition dictate pace. You can't let the opposition dictate the way the game's going to be played. You need to do that, even on your off nights. So they need to flush it and figure that out pretty quick. Yeah, I was trying to remember. It was their first game back, the least from a road trip. And I've been out of hockey for so long, can't remember the old adage. First game road trip, we suck. Or is it the last game before a road trip? I, I can't remember. All I know is the Leafs sucked last night. <laughs> Uh, okay, Moose, thanks again. Au revoir. Yeah, thank you. Dan O'Toole, speaking of people flourishing, joins us next. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. Firing it up right now, everybody. The text line for EMJ Marketing because Dan O'Toole's next from the Boomsies podcast, a man who needs no introduction, and the comments and questions are coming in already. Uh, regarding the CFL this weekend, Rick writes in on the 902 line. He says, always the best show on TV, RP Show. Stamps and Ticats are winning this weekend. Signed, your pal, Ricky Regina. Thank you, Ricky. Thanks for watching. Uh, let's bring in Toolsy now. And let's open the floodgates, Toolsy. Uh, David in Winnipeg has a question for you. How's it going, Dan? How's life? Life's great. First off, Rod, uh, thanks for having me on. Secondly, whose boat was that? Uh, I want to know if that was your boat <laughs> or a friend's boat. Not mine. Uh, as for me, life is good. I, I get to do the greatest commute to work in the history of the world, which is well, you probably have the same commute. It's about five steps down the stairs. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot of time with my kids. I get to be a very present dad and uh, I get to do something I love. And that's just uh, talk about whatever the hell I want and whatever is uh, uh, a thorn in my side. Because, you know, I'm a 48-year-old man, so I'm getting that uh, sitting on a porch uh, 
uh, yelling at uh, the people annoying me stage of my life. <laughs> it's an interesting spot, isn't it? I'm there too, bro, at 50. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this stage of yelling at the clouds? I'm not sure how I feel about it. I like it. So I always thought, okay, when I got to 48, I'm going to be like hunched over with a cane. I still act like I'm a 12-year-old, so I like that part of it. Um, I haven't got the real aches and pains, except uh, if I if I crouch down for longer than 30 seconds, it's a pain standing up. But the annoyances in life have really gotten to me, and I, I've got to find a place where I need to get zen like uh, if someone's holding me up in line if someone's holding me up while getting onto an airplane right here's my philosophy in life never in my life do i hold anyone up in a checkout line and an atm line in a line to get uh, uh food at a movie theater i have form of payment ready mm-hmm. i know my order i never hold anyone up i've got my overhead bag it's ready to go in i look behind me if someone needs to get by me i let them buy I don't know. Call me crazy, but my goal in life is to never hold anyone up. And that's my goal in life. That's, <laughs> that's my old age syndrome right there, that I spend that much time thinking I hope about that. Yeah, I hope we didn't keep you waiting too long to get on the air here today. John Ohm, <laughs> Ohm in Winnipeg says, Dan, you're looking like a rock star. Where's the guitar, dude? I think we'd all like to know what's the inspiration for the flow. Okay, so I'm now at the Buck Martinez wave of the hair stage. So I'm reached that <laughs> level. So it's a very easy why to to figure out why I why I did this. I've had the same haircut since I was two, and I always had to have the same haircut when I was in TV because because you have to be consistent. It has to always look the same. Now I work from home. I shoot the odd commercial. My employer said, yeah, do whatever you want with your hair. So I just decided to grow it out. I've been growing it since February. And um, it's, a, it's a magical ride down a road I've never been down. I play with my hair a lot. Um, it takes a lot longer in the shower now because it's longer. Uh, so I'm at the stage where I don't know what to do next. But I think I should have gone as Buck Martinez for Halloween, now that I think of it. How about that? That's a great one. Next year. There's always next year. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in and says, Dan, that's called treating others like you'd like to be treated. And uh, which is a wonderful golden rule. Yeah. Rod, you know, I end every uh, Boomsies episode and I say, be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. Life is as simple as that. If you boil it down to what life's all about, don't hold people up. And uh, just be nice. Two people from Winnipeg have the same question, so I'm going to throw it to you, and then I'm going to ask you about the podcast taping in Regina where Cody Fajardo brought brought a pizza out onto the stage because I was there, and I love Cody as we head into the semifinal weekend. I want you to... Yeah, you remember it now. I can tell by the look in your face. But John in Winnipeg and David in Winnipeg both want to know, what was your biggest takeaway from your time in the United States? Biggest takeaway was uh, working with world-class broadcasters and being treated like a rock star. Fox treated us so well, and, uh, and people say, well, how, do you, how did they treat you? And I always put it this way. I'm like, 
Jay and I would show up in shorts and flip-flops because we're living close to the beach, and we would walk into our own dressing rooms. Our suit would be hung up on the wall, freshly pressed, with the tie picked out to go with the shirt. The socks were, were already picked out. The shoes were shine. The belt was all, this was the clincher. The belt was already in the pants. So you kind of felt like Superman. You're wow. like, could they make it even easier? Could they just drop me into the suit? But they wanted you to focus on your, your job so much that they didn't want you to have to worry about anything else. And the, there was always food. Uh, there was, uh, there were always, uh, People like Frank Thomas walking down the, the hallways. Gabe Kapler was always there. Uh, you had Gary Payton. You had Donovan McNabb. You had Andy Roddick. I'm like, it just became a common occurrence to see these massive sports stars because you worked with them day in and day out. Um, also, the weather is great when you live in L.A. And people always said, did you miss the seasons? And I'm, when you're living in it, you say, no, I didn't miss the seasons. But now, Rod, as a true Canadian, I'm back in the thick of it. So when you have a day like today, November 1st, and it's like six degrees and sunny, there's that Christmas to the air, the, you appreciate it. You, you don't get it lost in the shuffle like every 75-degree day in L.A. It gets monotonous. Here, you learn to appreciate those little glimpses of perfection in the weather. So I, I dove back into being Canadian. I cherish our winter months until it becomes unbearable in February. And I say, like every Canadian, why the hell do we live here? <laughs> Wonderful answer. 28 degrees Celsius, a mild breeze here in Boca Raton, Florida. So can you please appreciate the weather there for me? Can you do it for both of us, Dan? And Arlen Bruce. I hope the you third, would do the same for me. Writes in. Exactly. Arlen Bruce the third writes in. He says, Great morning, RP. When I was with the Argonauts, Dan and Jay did an event I was at in a small town, and they were so exciting to listen to. Yes, you're seeing he's very exciting to listen to now. So uh, we have a couple minutes. Um, Cody Fitzgerald brought a pizza out on stage at the center of the arts in Regina. I was in the crowd. What's the ABBA song? Fajardo. What's the, what's the real song yeah. called? Oh, now you're putting, because Jay came up with that. Fernando. Fernando. Fernando Clark says, yes. Fernando. God, I loved that night. I hope you loved it as much as uh, we did in the That was a great crowd. night. Um, we had a blast. Uh, it was a very interesting venue because I guess there's a massive theater there. We're like, oh, we're in that one. They're like, now nah, there's a band playing in that. Hey, come with us. And they led us to the basement where Jay is yes. a very tall human. And Jay, his head was close to touching the ceiling. And I'm like, oh, man, whenever I'm in a venue like that, I'm like, okay, where are the exits? Because... We might have to make a quick exit if there's a fire. Luckily, there wasn't. There was just pizza. Because Cody agreed. I don't know how we got him because it was, uh, I don't know if he was training or something, but he immediately agreed to it. And we said, can you deliver pizza? Because I think the place will go nuts. We, did, we underestimated the love <laughs> for the riders in that room because it was like Bruce Springsteen, uh, Taylor Swift, and Travis Kelsey all came in at the same time. Actually, Cody Fajardo probably got a better response than those three would have got combined when he came onto that stage. So it was, 
a epic, memorable night on our little podcast tour. Yeah. Oh, and they, they weren't just cheering for him. They were cheering for you, too, as well. But you'll know then that there's a big segment of that province cheering for Cody and the Alouettes uh, this Saturday for Montreal. We are out of time, but can you please, Dan, tell our audience where they can catch your stuff? Because it's so good. Uh, you just go to, go to Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get. Does anyone still use iTunes? Uh, quickly, uh, I still have iTunes songs that I paid for in my library, and I tell my kids every song, every time I play one, I'm like, I paid $1.29 for this song. So just uh, search for Boomsies. Boomsies, it's easy to remember and use it every day in life. You, you have a big date. Boomsies, you're getting done uh, work early. Boomsies, it's the weekend. That's a Boomsies. Rod, you're the best. Thanks, so, buddy. Perfect. You are, man. Learned it from you. Thank you for the time. Keep rocking in the free world. There you go. Peace out. The great Dan O'Toole checking in from Boomsies. He looks younger. How did he get younger? We'll be back with audience takeover and a sports update right after this on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Not sure why they keep asking the guests whose boats these are. Why does it matter? <laughs> why do you care? I guess next time I'll stop the boats and ask them. The audience really loved the Dan O'Toole interview, that's for sure. I know I did. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, What a great interview. I love me some Dan O'Toole. He's obviously a great guy. Randolph in Toronto. What a good guy Dan is. He didn't hold Rod from being on time for the commercial. No, it's because he's a professional. And I think those of us in any profession enjoy working with those that understand, the other professionals. It's wonderful. Jay in Vancouver writes, and Jay Bacote is the name. He just writes, O'Toole. <laughs> okay. Keep the comments coming. And uh, that's just on YouTube. 902-518-3033 is a very good uh, way to get a hold of us on the EMJ Marketing text line. Rick in Martinsville regarding our earlier discussion about Jason Maz and how he should get some consideration for Coach of the Year in the Canadian Football League, but will not, the Montreal head coach, just because... Toronto's Ryan Binbody has a lock on it. Rick in Martinsville says, Jason Moss couldn't devise a game plan for having a horrible offensive line. I thought it was really interesting earlier when I, because Darren goes, oh, I thought Jason Moss and Cody Fajardo didn't get, get along. And uh, so I had to press him on that and say, why did you think that? 
because I thought that might have been a rumor, a narrative that was put out there. And Darren said, no, he just from watching on the sidelines, it didn't look like they were jiving. Well, clearly, they are in Montreal. Let's put it that way. Viva la Montreal. Sports update, the Texas Rangers can wrap up their first World Series title with a Game 5 win over the Arizona Diamondbacks in Phoenix tonight. Can you imagine? The Rangers claimed an 8, uh, sorry, an 11-7 victory Tuesday night in Game 4. Texas will have Nathan Eovaldi on the mound tonight against Arizona's Zach Gallen in a rematch of Game 1 starters. The Toronto Raptors are looking to break a three-game losing streak when they host the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Hashtag fear the deer. The Raptors have managed only one win in their first four games and are coming off a 99-91 loss to the previously winless Portland Trailblazers. And the struggling Calgary Flames host the Dallas Stars in one of four games tonight on the NHL slate. We'll get into more of those next hour. Sports update is for Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday Common Crown beer into a unique, sorry, your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. And for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, five nights at Freddy's. Can you survive five nights? The terrifying horror game phenomenon becomes a blood-chilling cinematic event as producer Bloomhouse brings five nights at Freddy's to the big screen. The film follows a troubled security guard as he begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. And while spending his first night on the job, he realizes the night shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. Dun, dun, dun. Five Nights at Freddy's in Landmark Cinemas now. Hour two coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.